Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, it's a new episode of Your Daily Scrum with professional scrum trainers, Todd Miller and Ryan Ripley. That's Todd, I'm Ryan. I can subscribe, never miss an episode. Click that bell so you get the alerts. Check out the description to learn more about Todd and I, our book, our scrum.org courses, our proconban.org courses, and the new membership program. We're going to talk about a little bit more about that here in a minute. But premium content is available to those who pick up a membership here on YouTube. So be sure to check that out as well. Todd, how you doing today? Doing pretty good, Ryan. Probably just like you, a little, a little tired. Yeah, we just uh, wrapped up day one of a professional Scrum Master course. Had some really great learners, but man, it's tiring. A lot of good questions. They kept us on our toes. And now we're going to come here and answer another question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd, where did this question come from? Yeah, so Stas Pavlov, uh, one of, hopefully I said the last name right, Stas, uh, but one of our members uh, brought up a really good question. First of all, Stas, thanks for being a member. We appreciate it. Early adopter. This is something fairly new we're trying out. But Stas brought to our attention that there's a really something subtle in Scrum Guide 2020 that differs from Scrum, Scrum Guide 2017 and, and, and does mention that the implications are huge, which we agree with. And that is any reference to estimating was completely removed and replaced by sizing. And kind of wanted us to talk about this a little bit. So the the word estimation was replaced by sizing in Scrum Guide 2020, right? Pretty pretty significant. So good, subtle catch, Stas. Yeah. And thanks for uh, joining as a member. We hope you're you're really getting a lot out of the premium content. And uh, yeah, keep the questions coming. Uh, So why did this happen? I think there's a lot of good reasons. I think one of them, Todd, is that estimation is a practice. There are some teams who do not estimate work Uh, and in a traditional sense, right? I don't want to get caught in this trap of, well, everything that involves sizing is an estimate. Okay. You can go win that semantical (laughs) argument with your buddies and have them buy you a beer. And Mm -hmm. actually, if you're making that argument, you don't, you probably don't have buddies who drink beer with you, (laughs) but I, we have to concede. Look, if you look at something and you're guesstimating, you're estimating, it, w- let's go past that. Um, estimation could specifically mean story points. It could mean time-based estimates. It could be 
uh, a lot of different things. And I think that locked teams into a certain set of practices and it created this illusion of story points, which we know are trash being part of scrum or our based estimates being part of scrum. And that's just not the case. Sizing on the other hand is more about the product backlog item. You know, how big, mm-hmm. how small you can add. Com- I mean, you can, you can do a lot of things with that. And it also opened up the possibility. It made more explicit this idea that everything can just be a one. You can count mm-hmm. the cards. You could use flow-based metrics. You could. I think it it was more inclusive of the many practices that teams mm-hmm. were using, as opposed to you know estimation by itself. Because sizing could be a traditional estimate. It could be story points, which are trash. It could be forecasting. It could be all sorts of other things. I just think it, it just opened up uh, opened up uh, scrum teams to a lot more practices. Does that make sense, Todd? Yeah, you know, I so when when you Google the definition of estimation to it says roughly calculate, which means someone is roughly calculating or judging uh, the value number quantity, right? Yeah. Something like that. So uh, so there is, as you were saying, there's some kind of activity happening to estimate something, yeah. uh, and by sizing uh, that. Uh, if, if I hear sizing, I feel like there could, there are and can be activities when we're going through some kind of sizing debate and determining that. But it's, estimation implies that there is some kind of method that we are using, right? Yep. Sizing means it can be method agnostic. There doesn't have to be a method. That's sort of, I'm taking a very tactical angle at this to expand sure. upon your, your angle. Yeah. Uh, estimation and sizing can have activities to them, but estimation sounds like there's some technique we have to apply to it when sizing. I don't, I don't think that we do. You know, let me, is that fair? Is that, let, is me, that... let me see if I can give a, an example to kind of bring both of our ideas together. Right. So you could say estimation would be using story points, which are trash to build out a velocity chart. And then we're tracking that and we're trying to roughly judge the complexity of the work. Sizing on the, on the other hand could just be the act of going through planning poker. Mm-hmm. And then it, and then throwing out those trashy story points, not worrying about them and, and looking at the sizing of the work and the analysis. Um, and so I think there is a distinction there. And I, and I like the fact, I like the way that you really made it clear, Todd, that this is really opening up different possibilities and practices. Um, mm. and I think it's a good switch. Yeah. Right? Rather Let's than narrowly it, focusing us into having to come up with some method for which we're estimating with. We yeah. could generically say we're considering size of things to, regardless of the technique that we're going to use. Yeah. And um, yeah, and just move forward. Well, and whether, you know, certain certain advocates or proponents like it or not, there are some teams who have grabbed, who have latched on to no estimates. I think it's an interesting idea. Todd and I use flow-based metrics, so um, we're not necessarily in that camp, but there are teams who are not, or who are intentionally not estimating. And so I think this switch also gives those groups a way to, I think there's some inclusion there that, you know, what they're doing is forecasting and sizing and work more work-based. Great. So they can, they can join the fun as well. Yeah. Thanks, Stas. Good, thoughtful question. Great question, Stas. Thanks for being a member. We hope you're enjoying that deeper into Scrum content and uh, keep the questions coming. All right. End screen time. Be sure to like and subscribe. Check out the socials, click that bell, never miss an episode. Check out the membership section. Stas is one of our early members. There's some good content back there. There's more coming, some really great topics are on the horizon. Get in there, get active. Uh, we think you'll enjoy it. Some free content's popping up here. It's our EBM course and our Scrum Framework course. 
check those out. Those remain free. You can go through those, get your certifications, and go rule the world. Hey, a Squirrel Burger t-shirt would look excellent on everybody. Why haven't you grabbed one yet? Check out the merch. And uh, yeah, for Todd and Ryan, go forward, do some great scrum things. Don't get hooked up on estimates or sizing or know it. Just build great products that bring value to the world. And a lot of that stuff will take care of itself. Remember, kids, story points are trash. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.